Welcome to this mini podcast where we highlight some of our favorite charities and third sector organizations, making more movement possible and enjoyable, we hope. Today, we'll be talking about RED, a nationwide movement encouraging individuals and groups to move more for their mental health. With winter in full swing at the time of recording, naturally people are going to into hibernation mode. But with January around the corner, people might be beginning to set good intentions for moving more into the new year. With my colourful surname, I was naturally drawn to Red January when I first became aware of it a few years ago. And I'm absolutely delighted today to be joined by founder Hannah Beecham, MBE, to tell us more about Red. Hannah. Thank you for having me. It's such a joy to be here. And as you say, as we're recording this, wherever you are in the UK, it's probably very, very frosty right now. So um, yes, it couldn't be more more well-timed. So tell us a little bit then, what, what is RED? So RED January is a nationwide public health movement that's empowering people to move in a way that works for them during January. Um, the focus really is on moving every day in a way that works for you and your lifestyle. So when you join Red January for free, either as an individual or as a team, we encourage you to set a personal challenge. Um, and I'll just give you a little snapshot of the ways that people enjoy moving around the country. So it's things like leaving your car at home and walking your children to school, getting off the bus a stop early and walking the rest of the way, embracing a new activity as well. We often find that come January, People are really keen to try something new um, and also enjoy it as a team as well. So we've experienced people rekindling some of the activities that they enjoyed as a youngster um, and also trying new things like cold water swimming, all those things that now there's a body of evidence to show that it can have a huge improvement on your well-being as well. So it's been amazing to see all of the different ways that people have embraced red january in a way that works for them that's absolutely fantastic it sounds like such a simple thing and and the things that i'm pulling out from what you're saying there is about a challenge it's about accountability it's about keeping it simple consistent and doable and you've mentioned there that it's for individuals and and groups um you've given us some examples of, of what people do but i'd really like to know a little bit about the story where red came from of course. So it started with my incredible mum who experiences depression. And most winters, what I was finding is that my mum's depressive symptoms were increasing at that time of year. And it got me thinking naturally, of course, about what was out there to support my mum. And eight years ago, there really wasn't anything in the winter, certainly from what I could see that was out there to give us a positive goal of moving to support our well-being. As you know, <laughs> you know it's there's so much, there's a body of evidence out there to show that moving can support our well-being. And there wasn't really anything in the winter out there to do just that. And also I thought for my mum especially, she'd shared with me that she was feeling quite lonely as well at that time of year. And I just thought, maybe we all feel that to some degree in January. I don't know about you, but there was definitely January's you step into it and it can feel really overwhelming. The whole new year, new me, that message, a lot of people carried that around with them. Um, And I just couldn't get beat the winter blues out out of my mind. And it really got me digging into actually what as a nation we were doing at that time of year. And there's a body of evidence to show that inactivity levels increase in the UK in the winter 
And there's more reports of people experiencing lower mood, lower energy. And if you do experience mental health challenges, again, those symptoms can worsen. And it baffled my mind that there just wasn't anything there and that things were largely weighted towards the spring summertime. We'd almost accepted that we should just batten down the hatches and just be sedentary for those months. Um, and as I said, the idea for Beat the Winter Blues, I couldn't, I couldn't get it out of my mind. And then the idea for Red January was born. And it started with me and my mum. So we set ourselves the challenge of moving every day for my mum that was walking our dog Tilly. Um, but we were doing it together. So even if we went in person, we were calling each other up and going out for a walk and a talk. And the difference it made to my mum's mental well-being was huge. Within a few months, my mum was back at work after being signed off for a few years. I'm obviously not saying it, it cures depression by any means, but certainly for my mum, she almost now has this toolkit of things that she can turn to, movement being one of them, and moving in a way that works for her. And so it really just began there. My mum is still a part of the Red community as well, eight years on, which is so heartwarming to see. And it really is a community as well, isn't it? From being just you and your mum, you know, how, what sort of numbers, how many people are involved now? Yeah, so since we began eight years ago, there's been just over 270,000 people around the UK taking that first step to supporting their well-being in the winter by signing up to Red January. The community itself, I'm saying this with a huge smile because it's just blossomed in such an organic way. The power of red really is that when people experience it for themselves, they share that experience with their loved ones. And naturally, those teams start to blossom year on year and those communities, those local communities. So um, it's been heartwarming, so heartwarming to see it blossom in the way that it has in schools, workplaces all around the country. And for me personally, to be a part of it as well, it's changed my relationship with movement. I went from being um, someone that was quite stringent and on goals and setting PBs and now movement means means everything to me. So, um, yeah, I couldn't be prouder to be part of a blossoming community. And what an ex exponential growth. I mean, the, the reach that you're having, that's, that is the ripple effect on steroids, isn't it? <laughs> um, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you are. Where, where are you heading with this? What's the future of RED, do you think? So we have just, actually, as we're recording this, we've just opened up registration for Red January 2024. This year, taking all the learnings from the past eight years, listening to the Red community and understanding really their, their needs to form habits that will sustain them, not just throughout January, but well into the year as well. We've taken all of that feedback on board and this year, the main focus for us is around creating real change, not New Year resolutions. And as part of that, we're collaborating with the National Academy for Social Prescribing, which I'm personally incredibly proud of the fact that we're kind of stepping into that space of supporting community projects around the UK. So what that means practically is when, when Redders sign up to Red January and they opt to fundraise, funding would then go into supporting projects that are really helping to support people in their efforts to move to support their well-being so it's thing initiatives like mental health swims walk talk walk those initiatives would be funded around the uk so to know that year round people will be experiencing the benefits of movement thanks to redder's incredible efforts during red january is just the most amazing amazing thing 
that really is incredible, isn't it? And, you know, we when we were uh, emailing just to, to plan to do this mini podcast, I was saying, oh, I've been thinking about doing Red January. I mean, it would be rude not to, but how do I do it? How do I get involved? Please don't, Suzanne. <laughs> I'm hoping that after, <laughs> after this conversation, you're all, you're all signed up. Um, so you can sign up for free at join.redjanuary.com. Um, and then how it works is we'll be with you every step of the way. So we work with an incredible community of partners. And their role really is to enhance your experience and give you options, advice, inspirations to support you on your Red January journey really looking into ways that you can move in your local community and enjoy the benefits of moving where you are day in, day out. Um, so yeah, sign up for free at join.redjanuary.com. Brilliant. Well, I'm going to have to put some thought into what challenge I'm going to set myself and who I'm going to rope into doing it with me, because I think that you do need that accountability around you, don't you? And it does make it more joyful. You know, it's, it, when something is enjoyable, you're going to do it. Um, even if sometimes you don't enjoy it at the time, you will always enjoy it afterwards. You never regret a swim. You never regret a run. Um, and I suspect I won't regret signing up. Han, we were talking about the impact of, of Red January. Tell us a little bit more about how you're showing the impact. Yeah, so we've been collaborating with the University of Oxford for a number of years now. They've been supporting our research. And what has come out of that research has just been incredible. So it's things around people increasing their activity levels at a time of year where they might be more sedentary. We saw as well that fifty over 50% of Redders in the community experience less stress, increased happiness. If you experience mental health challenges, the symptoms lessen. It's been incredible to see the impact that it's having on people's lives. Those are some really interesting statistics. Where can we see those if we wanted to just, you know, because I think sometimes it's useful to have that information, um, you know, to be able to roll off the tongue and tell patients, well, this is the impact of this. Absolutely. So when you go over to our website at redjanuary.com, we have an our impact section. And there's some statistics from the paper that the University of Oxford released. So please take a read, read of all of that. Thank you, Han. Um, and I'm really hoping that uh, when this goes out, uh, just before Christmas, that as people are doing their wrapping and maybe listening into the odd podcast, um, they have a listen to this one, are inspired to, to join in with Red January um, and beyond. And I really look forward to an update um, with how the funding is going and, and the effect that that's having on the ground. But what you're doing is incredible. Um, Han, keep up the great work. And thank you so much for, for this podcast this morning.